Welcome to Drunk on Comics, episode 274. Josh here with Linz. Yeah, hi. And, uh... Lobster Boy. Tony. Yeah. <laughs> Lobster Boy. Lobster Boy Tony. LBT. Right. <laughs> That's your new name. I'm trying to think of any... Yeah, I'm just Red Man. Tomato Tony. <laughs> oh, God, no, God, yeah. don't make that. It sounds like a Garbage Pail Kid <laughs> card. <laughs> Oh my god, I really hope one day we can find an artist that'll <laughs> Oh, do I that. think we can do that. Yes. Uh, anyway, did lots of comic reviews today. I did one. Tony did so many reviews like today. Like eight or nine. A hundred, I think. Yeah. Or three. Yeah. Batman, <laughs> Ever After, New Gods. Yes. Yes. We talked about some news, like uh, when where they came up with that great line from the Thor trailer. The Yes, yeah. and Batman not being a human. Possibly. Possibly. And Domino. Yes. And internet rage. Yes. A lot of internet rage. Yeah. What nerds do. So that sucked, but uh, this will be great. So (laughs) sit back, relax, grab yourself a drink of some kind, and enjoy Drunk on Comics, episode 274, Speed Up the Notch. Turn white and then go back to being red immediately. Like when you get. Ow! I was waiting for you to slap it. No. (laughs) Come here, let me slap you in the face. I hurt. (laughs) You look like you hurt. I'm a lobster. Yeah. (laughs) Why are you sunburnt? Well, going camping when it decides to rain and pour on the first day, of course it'll be warm and sunny the next day. Right. So why not go to the beach all day long and forget to put sunscreen on? No, so you're an idiot. (laughs) (laughs) Wasn't anything new. (laughs) And now I am suffering that it could have rained all weekend and it would probably been better than the way I feel now. Yeah, because you're sunburnt. Yeah. Like, is your back super sunburnt too? Are you going to be all peely and stuff? Probably. (laughs) I'm trying to put the lotion on the skin. (laughs) Trying to make sure it doesn't be peely, but I'm probably going to. You're totally going to peel. You are so red. I know. Call me the red skull. Mm, Not that red. (laughs) (laughs) Not that red. Not like I have no skin on my body red. Just regular. You're well done. Yeah. Very much so. (laughs) But I'm not done enough to sit in a chair and record. No. Even though, no, I actually am hurt? hurting. <laughs> were you, were you t- tanning in the nude or something? Like, no, I just have a nude beach. I just honestly haven't t- been sunburned. I have spent most of the summer. You had a butthole burn. No. The butt is fine. That would be a horrible place to You'd get sunburned. You'd have to lay ground, like, on the ground with your cheeks spread for that to even happen. I've just been as pale as Lynn's all summer because I haven't gone outside. I'm not pale anymore. I'm quite colored. No, that is still, still kind of pale. No. Well, it's a lot less the red than me. Yes. Or tan as Josh. Wow. Josh steps outside. 
Josh nah. has been doing his civic duty for like every weekend for the past two months, so he gets lots of outdoor sun. It's not as cool as camping, I guess. I don't know. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's less permanent than like camping. <laughs> less permanent? Yeah, like you you don't leave camping. I go home after I'm done. Oh. <laughs> I'm like Camping is not a permanent thing. No, it's more permanent than canvassing. I see. I see. Well, during camping, I also had plenty of time to hurt and read comics. And I have multiple reviews this week. Oh, again? Yeah. God, just blowing up. Trying to show you up, yeah. I guess. You, you You kept talking about, oh, you don't have anything to it's read, true. Tony. It's true, now you're trying to catch up. You yep. have a lot to catch up on, though, so two a week is probably a good start. No, I have three. Whoa! <laughs> Actually, one though, uh, I'm going to just do a quick review because it's so good and the story arc's still going on. But we'll start with the New Gods special by DC. Now, do you guys know about the New Gods? I don't remember. I remember we talked about it, but I can't remember what it was. Dark Side is Headline. one of them. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. there's the High Father on the good side and Orion, who is Dark Side's son. And in all this convoluted stuff, that to to be honest, I have read some of it, and I'm trying to read more so where I can kind of follow who these characters are. Me, however, I have been more of a, of a Marvel person growing up, and with that being said, how much of this feels like The Eternals, which also is not a big known uh, you know, no. story right. within Marvel as well. There are so many similarities to these that it, it, I keep going back to that, and it brought to mind, which I think some point when the new guys start getting picked up with some new story arcs that they're going to be having, maybe going a bit into the similarities and differences, but both being created by Jack Kirby. And that's one of the reasons why this issue is put out, because DC this month is putting out a bunch of Jack Kirby-esque stories. Mm. Um, And so with that being said, uh, reading this, I, I, I... was a bit lost because I don't know. And like I said, kept trying to do comparing, but I, I could still figure out what's going on. And with that being said, you have uh, Kobiak, who is Darkseid's son. Kobiak? Yep. And and he's pretty much taking, making some pits on New Genesis. And to be honest, just envisioning a giant troll like Hulk monster... And then you have Orion, who is pretty much like a really good looking. <laughs> Did you see the face he just made? I, mean, yeah, I wish like everybody really... could have seen it. <laughs> <laughs> it. The name Orion makes me think of that he's probably good looking. It lends itself to that. Tony got more excited than the uh, swimsuit issue we were talking about <laughs> the other week. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways. <laughs> And I messed up. It's Calabac. Calabac. Yes. Um, you have him trying to pretty much please his, his father, Darkseid. You have Orion, who was Darkseid's biological son, because, as I was saying, they've kind of switched to be adopted to have some peace going on there. He pretty much goes, using Hulk as another analogy, pretty much goes to the dark side, mm. And pretty much... Like, I didn't realize that this person had so much hate in him just because the way he was born, but being raised by the High Father, 
he's trying to be a good person and do the all tenets of the new gods and everything. Yeah, it was pretty brutal. In fact, so much that I thought that this uh, bad guy was going to get his like ass handed to him. But he gets sent back to Apocalypse, where Darkseid can see him, you know, mangled and frail because that'd be far worse than him. That was one of the stories in here that, like I said, doesn't open up to who all these new gods are. But if you've heard of Darkseid, you at least, everyone has to have heard of Darkseid, especially if you've watched it in the movies. You kind of know right. who that big bad guy is. There was another story in here that kind of had an origin of Orion. Uh, pretty much going under the sea um, of Apocalypse and fighting some other monsters. Because, like I said, with the Eternals, and Eternals being Thanos and right. some of those people. And his family. Each person kind of has sometimes their own special ability, this and that. And it's kind of doing, like within this, there's a third story as well that's kind of getting into the glimpse of different individuals um, that are going on. And then the third story was actually an original jack kirby story um from the pages that he drew and wrote and that was really interesting to see kind of how you know what kirby-esque kind of is like yeah the, especially when he's like uh computer-esque type uh armor and stuff just seeing that from his hand uh how it looks and everything is mesmerizing and how otherworldly he created things it was a bit more on, especially with back in the Silver Age comics, a bit more wordy and like oh my know, God. exposition. They, they fit so many words in every single little word bubble. Oh yeah, well that's what they really <laughs> developed the worlds by like saying in this and this rock was made from this yeah. and and everything. But overall, I think that if anyone were to pick it up, not having known the New Gods, you'll you'll get three totally different stories, um, three totally different, you know art styles as well um i'd say the first one was more in line with dc you know house, house yeah. style um but like i said it was very brutal um with the battle and not how knowing... many abs does that person have on that picture oh superheroes always have like, <laughs> like 30 packs. 20 yeah have muscles <laughs> they don't even have 12 packs they have a case oh is that a what case it is? of abs. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so it's like I said, uh, I honestly think this is a good book, it, especially for um, celebrating Jack Kirby's 100th birthday and everything to to really put it out there f that they did this. I think it's very cool that they're doing this. Yeah, uh, next week, I believe, Miracle Man, another one of his oh, creations, yep. which I've only recently learned of in one of the batman books like he pretty much can do anything i'm not sure but i'll definitely be picking that one up to review because anything kirby right i'm i'm all about so nice. that's that yeah and i'll let you go you're okay so you probably only have just one right? i do have just one and it's actually a book from a local artist that they were actually selling in my comic book store and to most people who have, like, awesome comic book stores, you're probably like, so my comic book store carries local comic books all the time. Mine does not. <laughs> <laughs> so it was very surprising to me that they even had this on the shelf, so I had to get it. Um, so it's called Renegade, and is written by Jared Gafford, and Tyler Souls did the art in it. Um, and it was kickstarted, 
and I happened to look at the back of it, and a ton of people that we know actually put some stuff into this book. So one of the editors was Travis McIntyre. Josh Werner did one of the variant covers. So, of course, seeing that, then I was like, oh, well, there's some people behind this. So, you know, it's going to be good. And it, if, if we're a first comic book, it was good. You know, people just getting into the industry aren't going to have the level that people have been doing it well, for years and years and years have. Have you ever thought about, like, making a comic book? I'm no. Sure it's not, well, I've, I have not, I have not, I know what goes into it, and I know that I couldn't do Oh, it. now knowing even more. Yeah. But if you've loved comic books, you've been reading at some point saying, I could write better. Right. I could make a comic book of Jean Grey. <laughs> I'm sure, Josh, you have to, every person has fantasized of, like, wanting to take this character and doing it. But when I really know, want to do Namor. Are you serious? <laughs> No, he's being a jackass. <laughs> that would, I mean, he'd be fun, but but in all seriousness, though, because of the people we know, right? Holy shit! Yeah, that's that. Not really as simple as it's, I have this idea. Right. I want to do this. All this, all this storyboarding, and they even so Jared goes into the um into the back of it. He's got just a little page where he talks about the experience and stuff, and how long it took him to like bring this comic book to life. Like just years. Like, spent writing the story, finding the right artist to work on it with him, uh, figuring out the Kickstarter, getting that done, and then once the Kickstarter was over, finishing the product and getting just, just years of effort for this little 32-page comic book. Um, it blows my mind, because the only, that only long-term effort I really put into something like that was raising my child, and the results to that are still disputable. <laughs> You probably haven't made as much money as he has. <laughs> either. No, no. Well, you know, I don't know. If he's in the green at all. Yes. Yeah. He may or may not be. Yeah. Making a comic book is kind of like a, a, you're taking a big risk there. Yeah. But most people don't do it because they are planning to be comic book rich. That's not a thing. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so this book is about this guy whose name is Connor James, which oh, really? I, I thought was awesome because that's Connor's name. Connor James. Yeah. James is one of his middle names. Um, anyway. Wait, he has multiple middle yeah, names? Yeah, he's, he's one of those kids. He's one of those kids. He's Connor James, Daniel, and then his last name. I'm and then a bajillion other things, yeah. too. <laughs> that's Jean it. Grey. That's, that's the first three, one third of his name. <laughs> yeah. Jean Grey Phoenix. <laughs> so this book flashes back and forth from present to what happened in the past to get Connor where he is at today. And it shows, the one of the things I like about this is the coloring in it you can tell very, just, just by looking at it, what happens in the past and what happens in the present because the past is like a, not gray, but pur- black and pur- whitish. Purpley. Yeah. yeah, like it's de- very definite that that's the stuff that's happening in the past. Yeah. So it helps you keep track of where you're at in the story. Um, in the first couple of pages, though, uh, they did this whole thing where he, the character, Connor, is in color, but everything around him is kind of gray. And I don't know if that's supposed to give you, like, the feeling of him being just in his own mind and, like, not really paying attention to what's going on around him or what. But I thought it was pretty effective because later it goes to all color. So, um, yeah. <laughs> hmm. But... So he loses his brother in a drug deal gone bad. He was a coke addict and 
stuff like that. And something happens between him and people he was buying or selling cocaine to. And his brother ends up getting murdered. And he checks himself into a rehab center. So a lot of the book is him going through, like, the rehab process. And then it keeps flashing back to the present where he's in this place where these people with guns show up and they're robbing everybody and he decides that he's going to do something because he doesn't want people to die. So him and a couple other people there decide that they're going to rush the guys that are causing the problem and take their guns away and stuff like that. So it was really interesting to see where he started in rehab and going through it and where he's at now where he's kind of at the point where he can he'll risk his life to save other people whereas before he was just a junkie so there's very short transformation there that they walk you through but there's a twist at the end because they try to take down these uh bad guys and they're shooting them and they're not dying there's holes all over their body but they're still coming so it's it turns the into, walking dead it turns into a little bit of a monster book um spoiler alert i don't know actually i'm not gonna give away the, the very end the ending page was very cool so the where they're gonna take this book it'll be really interesting to see i hope that he has more coming out i would imagine he has it planned i don't know where his funding is or if he's gonna do another kickstarter seeing travis and josh behind it it has me thinking maybe they're gonna he's they're gonna pick up the book. I don't know for sure, and I hate to say that that's what's going on because I don't know. But if you see it in the comic book store, pick it up because it was good and support your local artists and it was worth it. And it's only a couple bucks to to you know help somebody see their art come to life. So there you go. That was my review. Next, Tony. All right, so. I have a review of a book, which is part of a whole entire series that I could just go ad nauseum on. Um, so he's going to. I want to make as brief as possible. Okay. So <laughs> Fables was an amazing comic book series that ended uh, about two years ago. In was it two years ago already? Yeah. I remember, you so. and your brother did that whole wrap up of. Of it. Yeah. Yeah. And still to this day, I don't think there's been as great of a... I mean, no, that's a lie. There's been great series and universes that they made, but, like, what they did with that was beyond amazing. And this book kind of came out of nowhere, ever after, um, from the pages of Fables. And I was very, like, interested in, okay, what can they do to follow up to Fables? And if this is anything within the universe, I'm there. And it started off a bit slow. Issue 12 just came out this week, and what everyone was shocked to find out is it's kind of the end. Hmm. Like, the series is over. And very, like I said, most fans of this upset to find that out. I will say that it's great that a series had an ending. And within this one... I'll save kind of the ending for last because there's a couple key moments within this uh, series of 12 issues. In the first story arc, it was kind of slow to get into, but there's a few familiar faces from, from Fables that many people would be surprised to see. <clears throat> now, Fables issue 150, which was pretty much its own uh, hard paperback graphic mm -hmm. novel, how big it was, uh, pretty much wrapped up most of the storylines, had other ones going on because fables are fables and the stories will continue to grow. 
but in the in that book, the fable creatures were kind of found out by the Mundies, aka regular humans. So people started knowing that these fables are real and these mythical creatures are there. And with that creates its own magic within the Monday world Monday world, which is pretty much Earth, pretty much our world. To where then what happens when someone of legendary caliber as a human has worshippers, starts becoming a fable in themselves. Oh. And that's where this book was, the series was kind of exploring. Hmm. And I wish they could have continued exploring it. There was one person in particular named Bobby Specklin, which within the second half uh, story arc of the series really got into what made Fables great, which was they didn't hold back. People die left and right. Now, they didn't do it just to, like, try to scare you or anything, but it pretty much everyone was vulnerable and this was set where they were these three kids who were kind of bullied. Find out that one of the kids' mom was kind of a, a fable hunter and had some relics within her house. So they each took one. One a gauntlet, one a talisman, and one a magic wand. And they went to their school. And they started kind of killing the bullies. Oh uh, one of the guys started suggesting that the women do things to each other and them, and ah. really turn dark quickly. Yeah. So you have this this human who was the first human fable uh, to have like magic powers go in there because he said he felt the same way. He gets trapped in this school, and then they put this giant uh, wall around it. Now, how the wall comes down uh, is is just great in how in of itself they're explaining how the wall is get to that in a second what we see within this place though is that time is different in, in this school in, the in this cube yeah in this giant thing covering the school okay. covering the outside to where about when it's two days for them on the outside trying to get into this thing it's been now well over you know 400 years or so oh wow that's in, a huge discrepancy. Inside so much. You're you're kind of reading this thinking, because you don't see so much inside every now and then. You'll see a glimpse, right. different people. And then you start, wait, there's people that have grown up and that person's name, what's going on. And this Bobby person pretty much was killed the first day. But because this was its own world, its own pretty much planet in of itself, because it was all encompassed and nothing could get in or out, he created his own kind of religion within to where the memory of him still stayed on within the hearts of the people that were in this school. Mm -hmm. And while they were re being reproducing and, and growing food and everything, they started a symbol, a speck over a, a pretty much a dot over a um, slash. Okay. Speck Land, his last name. Mm -hmm. And this then grew into its own mythos, which then gave him power, which made him pretty much come back. At the end of it all, he was the last to survive. That's pretty dark the and grim. First to die and last to survive. Yes, it's interesting. But with the duality of that, <laughs> you haven't used that word in a while. <laughs> Cats are also kind of a big thing within uh, fables. Some being more powerful than others. Most witches have cats, and they bring a cat to try to get into this uh, cube. And I'm wondering what's going on. Well, this is Schrodinger's cat. Because Schrod I'm sorry, Schrodinger's. No, Schrodinger. It's Schrodinger's. Yeah, Schrodom. Yeah, okay. 
That, that's reference back to something long ago. Okay. okay. Just make sure we got it right. We have a whole podcast called that. Yes, we oh. do. <laughs> I loved these pages showing this cat, Irwine, going up to it. Because I knew exactly what was going to happen once this particular magical cat showed up. Because when they're explaining what was going on with this whole... Um, cube wall thing was pretty much there was two timelines going on which was what was going on inside and so they couldn't grasp to it but you have something like that, Schrodinger's cat that's like, that's both dead and not dead yeah. at the same yeah. time it goes up and then can break the force field I thought that was a magical way to do it mm-hmm. no pun intended and it's this sort of th- uh, thing within the series that I'm like I want more of that and I'm sad to see it go It ends on a note where it kind of says, you know, some fables, you know, there's there's always more to come. And there's some things that are left open. There's some things that could have happened. There's some things that you never know will happen. But in the end, they all live happily ever after. And it takes some of the threads that they created within this series and kind of showed a little bit of what could be. Showed a couple ending things, like a small little part in one of the pages of like, okay, that person got caught or whatever. And like I said, I'm very, it's one of those things where I'm really kind of sad that it's over, but I'm glad that they actually were able to end it in a way, which went out on top. Like this whole story of this, this high school was amazing. Yeah. It sounds really interesting. And I want anyone who hasn't read fables, go back and read all that to to be sure. Well, you know, take a loan out from the (laughs) bank first and then go buy all the fables. But if you can't, (laughs) this is a good, a good series on its own. You don't need to necessarily know what happened with all those fables because, like I said, it explains a little bit more of this group now is the dark ops of the new Monday fables. Right. So you kind of get you get to know who these players are, but you don't need to know. But you have a better background having known who they were through the other wars and everything within fables. So all in all, great, great. And it's book. called Ever After. Ever said? After from the pages of fables. Ah. And so sounds really interesting, actually. I had to make sure that I read. Uh, I was a couple behind. I think I was on nine, uh, and so no, when number twelve came out, I had to read the last couple this weekend just to catch up because I knew I wanted to talk about this. Yeah, nice. So yeah, you have one more review. One more, and one more. It's a quick review. I don't. Only, know. I didn't know Tony could read that I thought much. That was a quick review. <laughs> No, that was a long review. That was actually oh. quick for... If he was just doing one book review, he'd probably still be talking about it. But... I see. Smushing it down into manageable reviews. And I first want to, before getting into this review, uh, explain that the reason why I'm, I'm only going to do a quick review is only because of a couple pages within. Because uh, it's a longer story arc. And it's Batman number 28. Now, what's going on in Batman right now is one of the coolest fucking things that I've read in Batman in a while. It's the, the Riddler-Joker War. Now, this happened a couple issues back when the Riddler f- realized him and the Joker can't keep trying to kill Batman because one of them's going to win and one of them's going to lose. The other one's going to be unsatisfied for the rest of their life, and the other one will be, so why don't they team up? And that turned into a war. I will be doing a better full review later on when this probably all wraps wait, wait, wait. up. 
So a war between Riddler and Joker, or yeah. war between them and Batman? War between those two of who gets to kill Batman. So you have hmm. everyone in Gotham, all the bad guys were recruited. And with that, the reason why, like I said, I'm only doing a quick review is because this also, I feel, is best on tap this week. Because this cover kind of says it all. That yeah. is a really Them good cover. Them playing cards. Yeah. And where... Joker the, has all Jokers. He has all Jokers. Mm-hmm. And then the Riddler has pretty much cards that aren't even part of a deck. <laughs> is that an S? Oh, yeah. An S and an <laughs> I and a D and a G. Yeah. So... And then there's a Batman card. I like the Two-Face one. He's a two card and everything. Yeah. Because yeah. this is kind of showing who... Oh, so those are other... Yeah. Yeah, those are other villains. I see. And and who's on whose side? Now... The coloring in that is really is good, that, too. Is that, that's not, um, who did the art for that? Do you know? For the cover? There's a show on there. This one is... Oh, that is really beautiful. I was going to say, I don't think that's, um, oh, what's the name? Scott Snyder's. Greg. Greg Capullo. I don't think that's Capullo. Oh, uh, no, it's not. I just, go, I just call him Greg. We're yeah. on a first name basis, Greg yeah. and I. yeah. Yeah, really Scott, Scotty boy. <laughs> right. Okay, <laughs> what I hate it. about DC books is you can never tell where the fuck their title page is. I know. Yeah. <laughs> it's usually towards either the beginning, it could be at the middle, or it could be at the end, so let's see. Or it could be oh. in the next issue. <laughs> yeah, pretty much so. <laughs> it's on the back uh, cover. Let's see, covers, covers. Mikkel Janine. Mikkel Janine? Yep. Hmm. Pencils, inks, and covers. This obviously is uh, from Tom King, who's been doing Batman for forever, who is fucking amazing. He's the one that did the Batman proposing to Catwoman story. Mm -hmm. Maybe I am going to go a little bit more in depth on this one than I Mm -hmm. thought, just because there's a lot of themes in here that at first confused the hell out of me, such as Commissioner Gordon getting ready, and I'm like, I don't think these panels are lining up correctly. Like, Something's going wrong here until you get to the pages where he's going through these different parts of the city and just following the narration, he's kind of pretty much talking to what you get to is a scene of him talking to Batman on the roof and him telling what happened. What he's doing is he's going to actually each one of these factions because, uh, fuck, I can't correctly recall. Riddler has like the northwest side and like Joker has the east side or something mm. of Gotham. Much like gangs. Pretty much so. Yeah. And so he was going to talk to each side. And when he was going to talk to each side, he was pretty much told the Joker he he had to wear only undies. Um yeah. and then when he's going to talk to the Riddler, he had to be dressed up in in a looks prison. like prison yeah. jumper. Yeah. So jumper that was that and that kind of went through this theme kind of went through the entire book of following both, you know, the duality of it. (laughs) Hate you. (laughs) And and it got to a point where I I've realized how much I I get confused with both That's good that you finally figured that out. (laughs) Fuck off. I was just waiting for him to that to be the end of the sentence. Sorry, you set that up way too well. Yeah, yeah, no, that was right. bad. <laughs> so I get confused. Get, yeah, Deathstroke and Deadshot. Oh, I know, oh. I do that too. Yeah. And, and 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 like how when I think of one, like I know what they look like, yeah. but then I forget the names for which one. Oh yeah, and then also who, which one Will Smith played because which one was he trying to play? Deadshot. Well, yeah. I I know that, 
But not looking also at the book, I would forget. Wait, was that Deadshot or was that, you know, Deathstroke? I can't quite remember. Yeah. And then which one is Wade, you know, Wilson, you know, named after or Deadpool, you know, copying and stuff. Oh, that's Deathstroke. You knew that, right? I did know that. Yeah. yeah. Doesn't mind. But anyway, he just was not as funny. No. Basically. Deathstroke? Yeah. Yeah, no. Oh, yeah, he was way more serious. He's yeah. super, he's super so anyways, serious. This, this book pretty much is taking, both of them are on different factions, and they are going to snipe uh, Commissioner Gordon, and they're waiting on both sides. They see each other from across the roof, but their mission from their bosses is to get him. Until, you know, they decide to, let's fuck it. That's really let's fight great each other. page. And then this, like, I would buy this page in a heartbeat. Watching their bullets go and then just explode yeah. in midair. I would buy that first panel on that page. That just is the, the beautiful. Bang. Yeah. Bang, bang. Yeah, yeah, with the art inside the lettering. Yep. But what cool. is sad and what really this encompasses the whole entire series so far, when you have Batman books, he's kind of, you know, beating up thugs. Mm-hmm. Maybe a person dies or two, but not a lot of people. And within here, you know, on the first day of their fighting, um, four people died. On the second day, um, when they sprayed, you know, M16S into a crowd, like 44 people died. On the fifth day, and it's just like going through till Batman could finally stop them. And that's what Batman is having to deal with right now because they're just going to keep killing people left and right until Batman shows up to one of the sides so that either... The Riddler can kill Batman, or the Joker can kill Batman. And this is a totally different type of... I know that Arkham had the Arkham War um, like a year or two ago when each of the different bad guys kind of had part of their the city and took it over. This, I feel, is much different because that I felt there wasn't as many innocents dying. And this just... it speeds up the notch tenfold and the art in this is amazing and i loved the way that you're reading it how they set it up especially for this uh story this book number 28 with the i don't want to say duality because i've overused it but with the dual purpose of the reality within yes the duality within? Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's the War of Jokes and Riddles is, uh, is what the whole war is called. Nice. Batman's been killing it lately, from what I understand. Like I said, never been a better reader, uh, but they're back on the upswing. Oh, for sure. The storyline is. so. This has sucked me in. Especially because each... Whenever they have the Joker, he's making some corny joke, which I've heard a lot of times. There's also the Riddler is always making these riddles that a lot of them I've heard too, and they're pretty simple ones. There was one in this one that I was I really enjoyed. All of his henchmen were helping Commissioner Gordon figure out the answer because they they always explain the answer like in the next page. I was like, oh, I didn't really know that one. I like that now that I got a new riddle in my head. You got to read it to find out, but ah, it's about being trapped in a room. How do you get out? And all you have Open is a mirror. Door. All you oh. have is a mirror. Yep. You're trapped in a room. How do you get out? And all you have is a mirror. Yep. A room with no no way, 
No way out. You you're kill yourself doors. with the... You break the mirror and you kill no. yourself. But, anyways, <laughs> enough about that. What's some newsy news? Well, speaking of Batman, did you know Batman is now a metahuman? I did know that. You did? Yes. <laughs> I thought it was always... That was the thing, is Batman was not a metahuman, but now... Apparently. Why not make him a metahuman like everybody else? Doesn't that... Make him lose like his specialness for you a little bit. It does. Yeah. Now that he is, now that he's a superhero, he's a little less super. Yeah. <laughs> well, so he's what, always been a super. What makes him a metal hero? Well, apparently, well, he's been revived with using nth metal, which you can use for fast healing, and it got into his bloodstream. And they haven't said what it is that, if anything, that has made him meta about it other than the fact that he has this nth metal in his bloodstream now but you know nth metal can make you fly so maybe batman will be able to fly now maybe the bat will be able to fly i (laughs) knew this was going to be happening especially with uh the whole dark knight's metal and when i reviewed that a couple weeks ago and explaining that batman was saying that there's a lot more supers coming about that this is going to be probably a way to retcon a lot of these other people i don't like it no. Not for him. I mean, it's a cool way if they want to use that as a catalyst to make mutants or whatever. Right. The X-Gene yeah. that all these people have. <laughs> the nth metal. Yeah. Yeah. They're but, not going to hold on to it. It's not going to be a permanent. Oh, some of these people I, are going to for sure. It's a way that they can explain why certain people are able to live so much. Guarantee you the Joker probably has it. They're going to probably use it in some of those people that have always been able to be revived. Mm. Yeah, there's never... I feel like Batman will always... Like, he might take a turn where he's got superpowers or something like that, but at the end of the day, one of the fundamental aspects of that character, and DC has to know this, is the fact that he can stand toe-to-toe with Superman, the most powerful being in the DC universe, arguably, and beat the shit out of him. As a human. As a human. Right. Yeah. It's it, he's supposed to be the pinnacle of what we can do if we put as much time and effort into and money and money into <laughs> being Batman as he has. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, but if you think about it, though, with all this shit that he like, how many times has he been resurrected using the Lazarus Pit? Like at some point, that shit's gonna affect him. He's not. Gonna <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna have some side effects. Yeah. Yes, yes. And when does he stop being a human after living sixty, seventy-five years and looking exactly the same for that long? It's very suspect. I feel like there's a lot of comic book <laughs> characters that could probably say the same thing. It's true. They're all supers, though. Yeah. Batman's not. You would think he would age. Lois Lane. She ages. <laughs> As you said, though, I always like the, you know, death-defying odds against one individual or another. Mm-hmm. Kind of like Karate Kid. And like Karate Kid, Ralph Macchio, <laughs> along with Billy Zapka, are coming back to bring you a new uh, YouTube Red, red uh, episode television. It's not a series, it's just going to be a 30-minute, I guess, movie or short so. film yes to With where Ralph there's Macchio and Billy Zapka yeah and they obviously don't want anybody to see it because they're putting it on YouTube red <laughs> oh no <laughs> <laughs> 
from what I've read, it's supposed to be kind of more uh, humorous than anything. But I'm also kind of happy that they're going to go into it because, I mean, the main movie had like three other sequels after it, and then they yeah, had that yeah. Will Smith remake well, too. They, so there were, was there. Was I think there's... it was Jaden Smith. Jaden Smith, yeah. Was the, Will Smith. Was there... Will Smith was not the karate the, kid. Because the, the one had Hillary Swank in it, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And Love was that one. the third one? It was like. Or was that the fourth one? The next that was karate the... kid? I think that was the third one. Was it? I couldn't remember no, how many Ralph wait. Macchio was in. I think they did three Ralph Macchio ones. That was like the that next That was the next Karate Kid, kid which yeah. I don't think counts. Yeah. And then I Why? Think because it... it's a girl? Yes, exactly. <laughs> but Although it, it still had Pat... Marita. Um, Marita. Yeah. In it. Yeah. Okay, uh, I misspoke. It is 10... Uh, ish, not 10 issue. 10 episode series. Oh. 30 minutes, so... So it is a series basically. Yeah. And this is about karate, like, it's, they're not, it's Yeah, they're, not... they're, they're reviving their roles. As, like, adults? Yes. Huh. Um, and pretty much, uh, what you're gonna have is, um, Zabka, man. <laughs> Zabka's decided to reopen the Cobra Kai ah. Commander, Command Center. I see. And they're gonna be warring against each other I bet, through I, children. Yeah, I bet. Yeah. <laughs> Just throw children at each other <laughs> until one of us loses. <laughs> Gonna have them s- kick you in the face with yeah. the leg or whatever, leg sweep. Sweep the leg. <laughs> that, is, that really is dark when you think about it. Like, just have all these children fight each other until whoever has the most children that are left alive is the winner. Is the winner. Just because of our old that is, feud. That's really dark. Um so is Pat Morita still alive? He's dead. No, he's dead. He did die. Yeah, yeah. he's oh, been dead sad. for a while. So he won't be back. No, yeah. maybe Jackie Chan will be in it. Oh my God, he was in the uh, yeah. Jane Remake. Smith one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Wow, you got think... really like pumped about that. I totally for... well, I remember because he's Chinese. If I remember right, he's Chinese, but karate is Japanese, and there was a whole bunch of stuff about that back then like because he i think jaden smith in that movie Fucking was learning nerds have nothing better kung to do. fu <laughs> i think jaden smith was actually learning kung fu in that right yet it was the karate right. kid yeah and it was like yeah. yeah because again we have nothing better to do yeah yeah <laughs> speaking of which i was I... hoping one of you were oh. the <laughs> and <laughs> i'm super excited for two of my favorite things, which I have many of them, yes. but two of them are getting smashed together, brick by brick, to bring you Voltron. This is what happens. The Lego when you let of the Tony universe. Take over the narrative. He doesn't follow the direction. No, I don't because I want to talk about this and how fucking sweet it is. Legos and Voltron. Yes, the Lego Ideas Project, which is an awesome website. If you do like anything Lego, go to it because. There's a lot of uh, user-submitted uh, builds up there. And when certain ones get to, I believe it's like 100,000 upvotes or whatever, it gets then put into a different category for them to actually look and see, is this something that we could license or model or anything? Because most of the submissions are people building something that could be licensed. Like, pretend Star Wars wasn't a Lego a while ago and someone built an X-Wing fighter. Right. They would still have to go through legalese of trying to find out if that's doable or not. As well as, is this going to sell? What price point and everything? This, 
holy shit, it's going to be worth, it's going to be costing a lot. Yes, and I'm going Legos to be spending, are fucking expensive. I'm going to be spending my entire paycheck on this because it is fucking Voltron lines that can combine to form Voltron. Like, awesome. Like Voltron. <laughs> Look how, how big is that supposed to be? That'll probably be, it looks like it probably will be a foot and a half or so. I mean, going by Lego dimensions of it, you know, probably about yay high. I don't know, for, maybe a little bit for bigger, our though. listeners again, how I? Yay. Okay. Oh. <laughs> As in, yay, it's coming out! <laughs> <laughs> no, this is pretty fucking sweet. Actually, I, I got to post this to our Facebook page because I want more people to see how amazing this yes. is. And, and by, get pumped, and by, unlike by you fuckers. Tony presents. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah, I'll why, take why do we not have listeners that send us gifts we, um, we should. I feel like there are we've podcasts. We've had some that have sent us booze, and that's, yes. that's Oh, that's good. true. Yeah. Yes. That's, um, that is a so gift. So if that... you want to send us free shit, just email us at drunkoncomics at gmail.com, and I will give you Tony's living address, <laughs> and you <laughs> you can send it directly to his house and also maybe know where he lives now. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies. <laughs> Gentlemen. <laughs> Ghosts. <laughs> that's, what, that's, that's what you're really afraid of is ghosts will find them. Uh, okay, Josh, yeah. you were trying to set up the next topic that we yes. were going to talk about. Yes. But then Tony stole the spotlight because you let him have free reign. I know. I don't know why I did that. Do you like milkshakes? <laughs> I do love milkshakes. You do? Yes. Because it brings all the boys to you. It does bring all the boys. And their life is better than yours. <laughs> <laughs> well, so I wouldn't post that on Twitter. Why? Because people are assholes. Well, yeah. So I can't post that I like milkshakes on Twitter? Apparently not. Because I'm a girl. Because you're a girl, And yes. some, there's something entirely offensive about a girl who... Like milkshakes? It would appear so. I wish I had the article <laughs> so I knew her name. <laughs> Heather Antos. Heather Antos, yes, thank you. From Marvel. Yes. Posted on Twitter a picture of her and some other fabulous ladies from Marvel fucking drinking milkshakes. That and apparently that's enough to cause just a fucking backlash of epic proportions from the trolls that live under the internet. <laughs> yeah. And I don't get it. And I was hoping maybe one of you two could explain to me what is offensive about a girl drinking a milkshake and also writing for comic books. Well, because Women bad, male good. Ah. Yeah. E-man's Women's Haters Club. Yeah. Stop, <laughs> stop, stop ruining comics by being a part of them. Yes. Yeah. I, I don't get this at all. I mean, other than the fact that you could, there's fucking people have... To bitch about everything. I know it's like this is really the epitome because literally all they did posted a photo yeah. of some ladies having milkshakes and was like make mine. Uh, it was hashtag make. Well, it wasn't mine. that wasn't even. No, oh it, no, that's not the hashtag she used. No, she they were their hashtag was fabulous flow. They were yeah. paying homage to a woman who worked at Marvel who had just passed away. Right, but yeah. it wasn't even that. It was just them. Being Marvel employees and women and having milkshakes—that apparently yeah. that combination of things is too much. 
for some people it's, to handle. Well, that also then developed into all the women at Marvel posing in the picture. Yes. And then that also then got more people jaded and pissed off right. and like, ah, fuck you and your milkshake. Right. But then the lovely women at DC decided to come out in tribute mm-hmm. to Marvel or to stand behind the women at Marvel and post a picture of themselves with the hashtag make mine milkshake, which is a throwback to make mine Marvel. But so, and I believe Archie comics has done. A well, the big thing, thing, the reason why it's big news is because DC and Marvel, they don't get along at all. No. And Except for that time they let Stanley draw all their comics. They don't. That's, that was also a while ago when they could kind of get along. Right. There's a huge divide. There's been, you know, some back, you know, ebb and flow of when they get along, when they haven't. But the last big thing that they ever got along on was the Justice League um, and a Young Avengers oh, crossover yeah. early 2000s. So that's, you know, well over 15 years ago that right. they've done anything collaboratively together the last thing that they even mentioned of each other in recent news was when DC was moving to the West Coast and Marvel, you know, said, you know, see you, see you later. Or they were sad and had like a rocket raccoon saying, you know, bye guys. That was it. Other than that, there is no acknowledgement whatsoever from from both sides really of as if the others exist. So that they've come together for this, it's kind of pretty astounding. They have a large capacity to just not give a shit about divides. <laughs> it is weird how nerd culture, especially comic books, well, maybe not especially comic books, because video games have to deal with this too. Yeah. But there's a huge portion of the fan base that just cannot deal with women. No. It's really weird. Yeah, I don't, I mean, whatever. It's I don't sad. get it, and you guys don't get it because you're decent men, you know? And why wouldn't you want fucking ladies doing something that you also enjoy? Yeah. Right? Do you, do, yeah. I mean, don't you want the people in your life There's to... a reason why guys who are, like, really into sports are totally okay with women who are into sports. Right. They're not like, no, women can't be into that. You're just a poser. <laughs> you don't really like football. Yeah. Yeah. Is that what they sound like? That's what they sound like. <laughs> But to me, this is non-news news. Like, I'm glad that these women are all standing behind each other. Yeah. I wish it wouldn't have happened. I wish that there there was just no fucking reason for an attack on people because they posted a picture of themselves drinking milkshakes. It's just stupid. It's stupid. It's so stupid. Yeah. 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 Also, for a debate on the internet this week... Nope. Yes. <laughs> uh, Domino in the next Deadpool movie. They, posted... they play Dominoes in the next Deadpool movie? Ryan Reynolds posted a picture of Zazzy Beats as Domino laying on a Deadpool-skinned rug, which I thought was very cool. Wait, what's her name? Zazzy Beats. That's her real she name? She has the best fucking name I've ever heard in my entire life. She needs to start making Her headphones. name is Zazzy Beats, yeah. She's on, she's on the TV show Atlanta. Um, but anyway, that has nothing to do with, so, you know, she's a black woman. They keep her black. Is she? I don't the, see skin color. For the movie. And they give her, she has a fro in yeah. the picture. And that's enough to get the internet going on. It does. Debate. And, and there's, there's, 
there's two sides on this one and sometimes some topics where the opposition you got to look at the reasons why and a lot of people are saying that if you don't like it's you're racist and that's the wrong tone and also not necessarily true right for people that are very sticklers on straight up adaptions which many of the people that are bitching about Deadpool 2 is because Ryan Reynolds said, I'm making this as faithful to the comic books as can be. Right. Which would have a pale, albino, black-haired lady being right. Domino. Right. I thought she... I, I might be wrong. I've only read one run of... or one series of comics with her in it, so I'm not very familiar with Domino. I thought she just had white face paint on no. and like a black. No, that's and that's part of it. She's a mutant. Her mutant yeah. powers are luck. But with yeah. most mutants There's also y- a you visual can, yeah. yeah. I mean you could be Wolverine and like or Jean Grey you can be, be like within the mutant community, people are jealous of those mutants because they can blend, blend in. into right. you know, So society. you're saying this this is her genetic It's part of like, the yeah. It's what she looks like. I yeah. thought she like just Put that on every That's day. Why she's called Domino, actually. <laughs> I thought because yeah, she's thought, pale white. I, I thought she was going black. for branding. Right. By no. No. Nope. That's that her way. skin. Okay. Yep. So. I don't get why she didn't call herself Dalmatian, but... Because um, that's a dog. <laughs> <laughs> but nonetheless, you got this one spot. She kind of looks like a Dalmatian then, you know? Anyway, I... It's... This always... Like, every time this comes up, it's... They're fictional characters. Who cares? A lot of people care. No, oh, and and that's Sam like, Samuel L. Jackson did it. I don't care. I'm gonna <laughs> bang the table about this. Won't do Samuel, it a second time. Samuel L. Jackson did an amazing job, right? Playing uh, what's his name? Oh, <laughs> he did an amazing job doing that. I can't think of his name now. No, Nick Fury. There you go. God, yeah, I got it. <laughs> but uh, he did an amazing job with that, and right. people love it, and for good reason. But, so, you know, fuck you if you don't like it. Okay, well, here, I, I, here goes, though. Those people can be any ethnicity. With um, Helmdale being uh, African-American in Thor. Oh, yeah. You know what? Kingpin. They made Kingpin black in the Daredevil movie. No, that was a terrible decision in that movie. Well, just they, that movie was they, terrible. They did. Yes. But... Yeah, that was not the reason the movie was terrible. No. no. But you can... Obviously, with most people, you could cheat. But when your name is Domino, because you look like a Domino, yeah. right. it takes away from who you are. That's the one big caveat that a lot of people have. The second one is uh, the hair. And it's not because of the type of hair, but when you are an assassin, when you're trying to be as small as possible to not get a headshot and... You have that big poof. Mm-hmm. It it's a distraction from from what you're trying like trying to blend in. So yeah. how that works out? I mean, not gonna lie, she is beautiful. Yes, she is. And I can see that they're trying to do something different, which is cool. But then what part of me has the problem with is she's then drawing a. It's either drawing on or it is. Uh, What's the word? Because I can't pronounce it. Villanteglio. Vid, vid, oh, Vitiligo. Yes. Vitiligo. What Michael Jackson had or whatever. Where... You lose pigment in your skin. Yeah. Yeah. And how it doesn't just come in like what it's all over the place. Right. So that's just weird. 
Now, I guess if they say that's part of the mutant thing, right. fine. But that doesn't really it's, make her yeah. look like anything different from going out and about. So I don't feel that she has the whole mutant people hate me type thing going on. Right. Yeah. She just pops in the sunglasses on. Yeah. Or, yeah. or or we could give give a whole community of people in, in the country uh, somebody that looks like them in this movie. Yeah. You know? Right. Because it's fiction and... <laughs> Why not just That's change fair. it a little? It's fair. You know? And I have learned to hold my opinions until I see a performance. Yeah. And you don't know what they're going to do in the movie just based on this one picture. She Maybe her natural hair is, is an afro, but when she goes out, she pulls it back, she pulls it down, she puts a wig on. Like, you, there's just all these things that, that she could do. The skin pigment thing, I get the concern that people have because, it, I mean, it's, her name is Domino. She's pale and she has the one black dot over her eye so she looks like a domino and you know i guess dominoes can be black with one white spot so maybe we're going with that and that's cool but um you know and make it all great is if she worked for a pizza place in the movie uh, <laughs> like papa john's <laughs> yes that one that's, that's the franchise i was thinking of <laughs> But I think I I think everyone just needs to calm down and you know just see well, what they're, they're not gonna they're not gonna fuck up fuck up. Deadpool well, that's the biggest too. thing too. They're not I think a lot do of people it. do need to wait and see the movie right. to before we start bitching about it because yeah. from what I've also read, like how they've had to do the luck powers, I'm interested in how they're gonna have that come about on the screen and how they've said they had to do extensive shoots with her to make those work coming alive which i don't know if they're going to do like maybe uh it could have gone this way and then went this way type Mm. thing or whatever there's a multitude of ways that they could be showing luck because otherwise it's just you're fucking good and now these people are dying yeah i feel they have to to show almost something of how it could have gone wrong but it it didn't right um it's like it's probably going to be very much like a final destination situation, you know, in those, especially in those, in those like later ones where the setup for the death is like very intricate and like total this knocks over this knocks over this and you think they're going to die from this, but then that knocks over something else. I was thinking more of Boondock Saints where afterwards everyone's dead and then they show how it happened type oh. scenario. However it goes though. I have full faith that it's I do it's going to be good. I do too. Just another one thing for us nerds to get angry and yell about, and then be really excited about it later and love it, just like everything we bitch about. Yeah. <laughs> P.S. That tweet was awesome, though. Like she looked awesome laying on that Deadpool skin. It rug. was, and I want yeah. one. I want a Deadpool skin rug. Yeah. <laughs> that would be cool if they started selling. Kind of lumpy. <laughs> If it was Ryan Reynolds inside of it, I would totally be okay with those. I would be okay with it. If it was a boneless Ryan Reynolds. (laughs) Ryan Reynolds meat bag. (laughs) Um, What else we got this week? Thor. Thor. Well, Thor comes out soon. November 8th? 18th? I think there's an 8 in there. There was an article that came out this week that uh, we thought was very sweet. And during the filming of Thor Ragnarok, there was a child on set for Make-A-Wish. Anybody who doesn't know what Make-A-Wish Foundation is, I don't know how you're existing as a person. But 
basically it's kids who are dying. They have a terminal disease and this foundation gives them like one last thing, that awesome thing that they can do before they die. And so this kid was on the set of Thor for that. And apparently there was a back and forth conversation between Chris Hemsworth and this young gentleman. And the kid says, you know what you should say? When you say that line, when Hulk shows up, you should say, I know that guy from work. And that's where the line came from, which is arguably the best fucking line in the whole trailer. Oh, yeah. So the it I- will probably be the best line in the whole movie, too. <laughs> well, you know, maybe. I, I, honestly, it has Jeff Goldblum's in the it's, movie. It's so. that good is what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> but I thought that was very sweet that they actually took it. And we're like, yeah, you know what? I am I am going to say that. I Because it totally fits the character. It totally fits the character. So. Especially like when you factor in those those short films that he did with his roommates. Oh, yeah. You know, like it's totally, it's totally that right. Thor for that segment. Right. So it, well, that's what the whole movie is going to be like, that Thor. Oh, it's, really? It's going to be in a hilarious movie. I hope Good. so. Good. I hope so. But yeah, because that... the other ones were not terribly funny. I didn't feel like... The other Thor movies were they're a little campy, yeah, but they're but yeah, they were but... more serious yeah. than yeah. what they're. This one will be a little well. Jeff Goldblum's in it, so you know yeah. I've he's heard hilarious. that he's amazing in this yeah. movie from the people who've seen it. But we thought that was very cute, and and you guys watch Arrested Development? Yeah, yeah. So they're filming right now. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're doing like five, a, like a who done it. So. Happy about that. Yes. I yeah. feel this is going to be even better than the last season because the last season they had all that shit going on with, they got everyone in, but everyone's conflicting schedules that had to shoot it a certain way. Yeah. And that was the biggest gripe with a lot of people that they're now really, all right, if we're going to do this, we're planning ahead of long enough, clear schedules. So it's going to be back to the first three seasons. The original seasons. format. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. That last season better. was all over the place. I liked it still. I didn't. Yeah. I mean, who didn't like it? Yeah, especially if you know a bit about filmmaking and everything, and you understand the constraints, what they did with it, holy yeah. shit, they did it a lot better than I think anyone really could have, mm-hmm. given that only this character could be here for a couple of days, and then this, so they had to shoot different scenes for each episode. It's amazing when you look at it in that perspective. Could it have been better? Yeah, I mean, it could have, but right. you have to work with what you're given. Right. Yeah. I love, I love it, though, that you know, despite all the complaints, they're still pushing on, doing another season. Yeah. You know? It'll be good. That's a great show. It is. Um, <clears throat> did you guys know that DC has its own streaming network now? It does? <laughs> Sometimes I can't with you. I know. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's what this world needs. Another One, streaming service. Another piece of... <laughs> well, you know, Marvel has Netflix, so I doubt that anything DC could really go on Netflix. I mean, that partnership is kind of solid, and I don't know that Netflix would mess with that just to put a DC... I don't think they should really care. I mean, their Netflix, they'd be like, okay, where else are you going to be showing right. this shit? Hulu. That's fair. Yeah. Hulu. Like that's, yeah. that's the thing. Is they could totally like partner with Hulu. Right. If they wanted to. Yes. Those are the two. I, I refuse to do anything more than Netflix and Hulu and HBO while Game of Thrones is going. Also Amazon Prime. Oh, my God. That, that's, <laughs> I thought you were going to name one thing, and now you're going on. That, that's for the shipping. <laughs> and you add all those up, and you're paying cable that. prices. <laughs> I know, we will talking. watch it well, when the tick comes you, out, though. Yeah, and then you still need cable to watch, to connect to the internet. Yeah. 
Anyway. So they're doing for for this streaming service that they're going to be having. Their first one of their first shows they've announced is Titans. As in Teen Titans. So they've cast their first uh actress for Raven. So it's gonna be hopefully classic Teen Titans, but I don't know. I hope it's good. I love Teen Titans. I remember the Titans. Ah. Uh, ah. Uh. I just. <laughs> <laughs> you two together in the same room is more than anybody can handle. <laughs> but I, I don't know that putting it out on their own streaming service is going to do. Like this is going to have to be an amazing show for to get people to sign up for yet another streaming service. Why are you got to be well, hating? Why they, do you got to tack on Titan? Uh, <laughs> All right, oh this is too many puns really... for one. So here's here's what I'm curious about. Like, what else are they? They're probably going to put what their animated movies on the streaming service. Probably, yeah. What they're, else? They're going to do. Yeah, as far as I can tell, that's the only thing that's really Titanic. Uh, that was stretching. Uh, I'm done. <laughs> All right, old man Tony. <laughs> Smiles are the only thing that makes me forget that I'm hurting. <laughs> That's really all, all there there was I had to say about that. It, it, it sounds like that's all I had to say about that. It sounds like they're going with um, Wolfman and Perez, so Marv Wolfman and George Perez's Titan Run, which could be very good. Uh, I just hope that it is, and I hope people watch it. That's all I got. One last thing that I remember just now. Just remember just now. So I was going to tell you to do booze in a book, but uh, Nightmare Before Christmas. Ah, yes. Has an official sequel. It does. Almost much like 25 the, years later. Yeah, much like the Dark Crystal did in comic book form, because that's where you get your sequels now. And, it, okay, I'm going to obviously pick this up. I love that movie. Yes. In fact, in the car ride with my nephew to camping, we were singing it. Nice. Because he likes musicals and everything. And this book is going to follow Zero, his dog, who is caught within the Christmas uh, realm. You know what? I wish they would go a little bit different and explore some of the other holidays. Right. And maybe they will if this initial success of going back to Christmas Town works. Mm-hmm. But anything, I, I would love to see the transition of time if it if it's been a while. Um, you know, what has changed or if it picks up like the next day, um, how that differentiates from the other movie. So I'm happy with. It'll be interesting. It should the, be coming out in 2018. The the weird it's a ma- it's a manga, so it, Disney's not going through Marvel to put this out. They're going through Tokyo Pop, who does manga exclusively. This would be a, and it maybe lend to a pick it up at your local Hot Topic. Yeah. <laughs> they probably will. Yeah, there and you can also get all of your Jack Skellington hair accessories and nail polish while you're there. That's where I get mine. <laughs> Lens was booze right. in a book. Booze in a book this week. So my book is Grumpy Cat Garfield number one. I don't know why there's not an and in there, because then it just sounds like Grumpy Cat Garfield. Which isn't that who it is? Yeah, but this is Grumpy Cat, as in the internet sensation, which I didn't think was an internet sensation. No. Anymore. <laughs> Are you gonna do that the whole time? No. <laughs> So it's a partnership between Grumpy Cat 
and Garfield. So, who is also a grumpy cat. So no. Just, <laughs> the idea of this book, I loved Garfield growing up. I had all those little rectangular books that you could buy at the bookstore mm-hmm. that had like all the collected comic strips and stuff in them. I owned all of those. I read the fuck out of them. Garfield was by far my favorite. He was my spirit animal. I hate Mondays. I love sleeping and I love lasagna. Like, that is me <laughs> in I think cat form. I think that's a lot of people. And Grumpy Cat, he's, it's kind of like people have said that he's like the modern incarnation of Garfield. Right. Um, it just happens that he's also a real cat and Garfield's not Anyway. I'm surprised that cat's not dead by now. It might be. It could be like Lassie, where they just keep replacing it with <laughs> similar looking With that cats. many looking grumpy cats? <laughs> Maybe. Maybe they a, keep breeding. It had, a, it had a whole litter of grumpy kittens. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, fun book. I mean, why not? If you love Garfield, pick it up. Even if you don't like Grumpy Cat or you don't care about that trend, it's still Garfield, and he's mm. amazing. Um, so we're pairing that this week with a beer called I Hate Mondays from 350 Brewing because it's fucking obvious. Garfield hates Mondays, so we're pairing it with a beer called I Hate Mondays. Uh, not not a stretch there at all, although it no. is a coffee-flavored beer porter, um, and... You know, if you hate Mondays, that's what you need to get you through. Not beer, coffee. Do you yeah. guys know Garfield also really loves coffee? He drank, what? He drank a lot of coffee in that strip. That's true. Yeah. He did. Yeah, no, yeah. I think, and he hated the spider. Yeah. Those are the, some of my favorite scenes with yep. him trying to get the spider <laughs> and the spider putting one over him. Yep. Yep. So, there you go. That's booze in a book this week. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. So... What else is going on? <laughs> well, I'm going to go put aloe all over my body. Yeah. yeah. Does anybody have any... Words of wisdom? Finishing oh, is thoughts. That where we're at finishing now? moves. All right. How finishing about this? this I'm just going to say put some, wear your sunscreen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ladies uh, and gentlemen. Anybody who did not live in the 90s, yes. Wear not get that sunscreen. <laughs> How could I have failed him? <laughs> that was so, yeah, I know. You totally left That was the first down. thing he told me to do. <laughs> you couldn't go five minutes without hearing that song in the car yeah. back then. All right. Um, Picard management tip for this week. Do your best to learn about, learn about and comprehend the experiences of people who look very different from you. Wait, aren't you going to do it in his voice? That was his voice. That was not his voice. That you did totally a better voice last week. Do it again. Do it in his voice. Picard management tip. <laughs> Picard. <laughs> you were in the emphasis on the wrong syllable. <laughs> I think it's Picard. <laughs> That's the best I can do. All right. Stay thirsty for complete silence. <laughs>